You're listening to the IQVIA podcast, where we discuss ways to drive innovation in healthcare. This is a special episode recorded with one of our trusted partners. Thank you for listening. You're listening to a sponsored episode on The Top Line. IQVIA is a leading global provider of advanced analytics technology solutions and clinical research services to the life sciences industry. IQVIA creates intelligent connections to deliver powerful insights with speed and agility, enabling customers to accelerate the clinical development and commercialization of innovative medical treatments that improve healthcare outcomes for patients. With approximately 86,000 employees, IQVIA conducts operations in more than 100 countries. Today we're speaking with Eric Claver, who's the DCT Regulatory Director for Decentralized Clinical Trials at Acuvia, who joins me today to share how they're supporting investigators within the areas of clinical trial conduct and operations. Eric brings almost 30 years of clinical research experience to Acuvia in roles varying from data management to post-trial access. His focus has been on compliance and clinical trials through training and auditing. He's trained clinical research staff literally around the world and has audited and supported audits and inspections on an international stage. Currently, Eric focuses on the continued compliance of the Acuvia DCT strategy and platform. Welcome, Eric. Thank you. The definition of decentralized trials continues to evolve within our industry, and its value drives conversations towards sponsors implementing it in studies. So, Eric, as adoption of these services and supports are becoming more essential to better outcomes, what does that mean when thinking differently about DCTs? Thanks, Julia. The term decentralized clinical trials has become a bit of a fashion term, if you will. And um, it's it's outliving its um, its stay. We're more and more talking about decentralized elements in clinical trials, like the EMA has also done in their recommendation paper. And you know the terminology changes over time. And uh, when we when we use the term decentralized clinical trials, it sounds like it's a very complete different thing from your regular clinical trials. Where it is not, it is regular clinical trials with elements of those being decentralized. And so the terminology certainly does help in uh, um, getting some things across, but it can also hinder the adoption. And the times of trials are changing continuously and, and everything in the world is changing continuously. If we think about how people used to shop, we always had to go to a shop to get our things. Um, nowadays, a lot of the shopping is done online. But for certain things, you would still go to a shop and certain people would prefer to continue to go to a shop. And the same goes with the things that are changing with dig- digital possibilities in clinical trials. There'll still be certain elements for which on-site presence is needed. There could also be participants that would prefer to go to site and other participants that prefer to do things from home. 
And with the decentralized capabilities that we now have, we can enable that. We can make that possible. We define uh, within Acuvia, we define decentralized trials as any trial that leverages technology and specialized services to engage the participants in the community. And we facilitate patient-centric care that way. And that includes things like remote pre-screening, telemedicine visits, at-home treatments or mobile research nurses and staff. All of that is categorized within patient-centric services. And that is all decentralization of our clinical trials. Excellent. So taking into account the recent FDA guidance on DCTs, are we modernizing what we are already doing? Are we taking a turn in how trials are currently conducted? Well, the conduct of clinical trials is is something that is has not changed all that much over time. We're still doing the same thing, if you will. We're still gathering data, which is representative of a patient population, hopefully as best as possible. And we compare that with what we already know. That isn't changing as such. It's just how we collect that data that changes. And a lot of people would consider that to be even sometimes a a better way because it more reflects regular life for participants. We've been doing things like this for a long time. We've had ECOAS for a long time. We've had e-consent for decades. And we put E in front of things for a long time. And and it's become normal over time. Uh, We used to have paper CRFs. Now we have ECRFs, we just call them CRFs these days. We used to have a paper trial master file. It became an ETMF these days. It's just a TMF. So the E's fall off over time. And I think with decentralization of elements in clinical trials, currently it is a focus on these aspects. And we are, of course, modernizing things with new technological possibilities. We are modernizing what we're already doing rather than taking a huge turn in how those trials are conducted. Of course, that involves the use of a number of systems and uh, um, significant technology. But we do need to make sure that stays within regulations on on a lot of aspects, uh, system security and privacy and confidentialities and all these things. In the core the clinical trials are not changing that much. They're just modernizing. Right. And when we modernize clinical research, there's consequences. More technologies involved, more sponsor-provided services become needed. So how can IQVIA support the sponsor-provided services within the realm of GCP and regulatory compliance? As we modernize clinical research, certainly, absolutely, more technology is involved, Julia. And um, what we do and what we have been doing for years is also what the FDA has been telling people what we should be doing is we should, or at least what we should not be doing, we should not be throwing tech at people. And it goes for sites as well as for participants. Uh, So what we do is we provide um, services to support the sites and enable them to be successful. Our site enablement services are providing assistance in entering information into a DCT platform. It supports participants in installing the necessary uh, software on their devices or making sure that they know how to work with them. More than just a tech help desk, we actually have people supporting participants on behalf of the investigator 
um, to be successful at it, make sure that they have the reminders to complete their questionnaires when those are involved and all these kind of aspects to it. So um, that way, sponsor uh, service providers um, can help sites and can help sites in their own conduct, but can also help sites in helping their participants to be successful in achieving their, uh, their goals in the clinical trials. Excellent. So before we go, can you tell us what are some key takeaways in regulatory and privacy compliance today? Be aware of the fact that this is not the future. It is the now. But it being the now also means that it's continuously changing. It is continuously in flux. And the change is not so much in, uh, well, the capabilities technologically is changing, but regulatory guidance is coming out regularly. So we need to keep a good eye on what is coming out, what, how we need to make sure that all the privacy is being protected, the confidentiality of participants is being connected in a time when sponsors are providing systems and technology to support the conduct of the trial. And in a time when sponsors are providing service providers to sites to help them be successful. And we need to make sure that the confidentiality of the participants always remains protected. We remain within the guidelines. And if you look at ICH, that is being uh, currently draft R3, that is also talking about service providers by the sponsors and how to enable that. And if we look at the FDA DCT draft guidance, that is talking about remote healthcare providers being part of clinical trials. It's in, and we know that regulators typically are not ahead of the parade. They follow what is happening and start regulating that. So it is the now, it is changing, but we need to know exactly what uh, we can do and how we should be doing that. And by understanding the best ways of utilizing these decentralized elements in clinical trials, sites and participants do become familiar with the, all those decentralized study elements. And that gives them a more personalized patient-centric trial experience. Eric, thank you for speaking with us today. You're very welcome. I enjoyed it. Thank you.